Hey everybody, welcome to the Fantasy Fitnessing Show. Uh, today we have our preseason athlete rankings uh, for the top 20. So we know we're two weeks into a three-week open when this is dropping, but uh, this is our second round of recording this. So let's see if uh, we have some better luck here. So uh, to them, Dave, and with me today is Catherine. Hi, here's to hoping the recording, you know, works. Here's to hoping. Okay, uh, so we're going to start off on the men's side of things. Um, so our top two of the podium matches, uh, looking at Madison with Medeiros repeating with Fellner, um, the bridesmaid once again. Uh, then we kind of have a bit of a difference. So I have Saxon Panchik uh, and Rome Mechanikov as my three, four, but you got Bukowski and BKG. Yeah. Um... I'm still unsure sort of on Roman. I've got him down at ninth. I don't, I don't know if he's going to actually stack up the way that we're all sort of hoping he's going to stack up when he gets to the games. Um, and then I've got Saxon just a bit lower down at seventh too. I'm, he'll definitely be top 10. He could push for that top five, but. Yeah. We'll yeah to, for me, Saxon, I moved him up just. Um, I think he just has more upside than either Fikowski or BKG does at this point. And then just him moving to Nashville, going to Proven, um, just shows, you know, a big commitment. Like, you know, as much as someone who trains three, four hours a day, seven days a week, um, needs more commitment. But um, I think just being in that environment next to, you know, Tia Kutumi, Brooke Wells, um, who else is there? Will Moore adds in you know, proven these days. So I just, you know, being surrounded with that, those type of athletes, I think just gives him that boost he needs. Uh, and yeah. then Kurnikov, yeah, like it, it's tough to, to rank him next to people. I think just looking back at uh, 2019 Dubai, I think he finished third behind, you know, both Belner and Fikowski that year. So um, just does have some pedigree at, with the elite group. Yeah, but then he didn't even make it out of his semifinal last year he actually qualified for the games at a last chance yeah he did um like you know, that's I, I don't know I think he did have a bit of a back injury last year that he was uh. working his way through you know whether or not that was the reason but um yeah it, it, there are question marks there um in terms of you know finishing fourth in one of the weaker semifinals yeah for sure yeah, the big, the next big thing that I kind of see just sort of interesting is we both have Lazar Duchik at 12, which is interesting to like match up that far down. And then I've got Ricky Garrard just below him and you've got Ricky Garrard in your top 10. Yeah, again, like Ricky's well, an incredible wild card um, to see where he stacks up. Um, you know, I just some of his posts show some maturity um, that's been learned over the years, just um, seems a bit more humble in some of his comments. I think that could just be some of the, the underdog training and the, the, the coaching that he's getting there. So I am, you know, do see him at the top 10, um, you know, for Duchik. I don't know. It, it, again, he's going to be another one that's going to be tough to judge. Um, you know, I'm not sure if training, remotely is going to give him the same bump um, as some of these other guys. Cause you know, I think in terms of games finishes, 
you know, we both have Adler above him. Um, yeah. We both, I have Hopper above him, along with, um, I guess, Krennikov, Ricky. They didn't place last year. So um, I just, I like those guys' upside more. I think, you know, the comparison between Ducic and Adler, I think Ducic finished second in Dubai, Adler was fourth. So there was some direct head to head. I just, um, I think those other guys will rise up to the challenge more than um, Ducic just training remotely like he did last year. Even if he is doing the Mayhem programming, um, I think those other guys have done enough to, to make that leap above him. Yeah, and that's where like, as much as you were saying, Saxon has been committed to being a professional athlete, but now moving to Proven, it is a commitment and it is a change that working remotely or with different coaches and then changing things up is a commitment. And yeah, Ducek's still sort of the same, just doing remote programming. Um, another person that we have gone different directions on based off of his game's performance last year, Noah Olson. So you have him eight. I have him dropped down to 13th. Um, at least from my perspective, again, like I don't, I don't see him doing enough to go up in the standings compared to, you know, all those other guys we've just talked about. Yeah, I'd say Olsen is probably up in my top 10 as possibly the last year sort of thing. And depending how the open and quarterfinals and semifinals kind of pan out for him, he could definitely drop if it doesn't, if he doesn't kind of prove it. And like the 21 or 22.1 open announcement wasn't really a great gauge because, you know, he was at elevation. I feel like he can still make a surge. He's still definitely in that top 10. I wouldn't drop him out. Drop him out. Okay. Um, I guess that's running down to the rest of the board. I think we're both both in the same range with Andre Houday. Um, I'm 14, you're 17. Um, you know, you have Travis Mayer on your list. Um, I dropped him out of the top 20 for mine. Um, again, just looking to see the the younger kids come up versus um, kind of the old guard there. I think we started to see it last year, and I think we'll probably see it a lot more um, coming into the 2022 games. Yeah, mine definitely has a few more, I guess, repeat athletes that are definitely on the older side of the competition sort of life then you have definitely some younger ones, younger ones in there and that's good like I'm excited for the sort of fresh blood the up and coming kind of guys I just don't know how they're going to stack up yet and some of them are going to hit and some of them are going to miss and like a year ago Jay Crouch I was super keen and then now I'm like well, I don't I'm not sure so he's not there I yeah that's, there. that's fair uh, I think like I think I'm probably, you know, more personally hoping for the upside of like Chandler Smith and Jay Crouch. I think both those guys have a ton of potential and I'm just, you know, this is probably more my personal fan perspective of hoping them to come through um, and reaching the potential this year, um, whether or not, you know, their off season leads them there. Um, we'll see, but um, you know, I got both those guys in my top 20 um, coming into this year. Yeah. And they could both like, the bottom five is definitely there's a lot of names that could squeeze in there and drop out for sure yeah definitely I think I'm just looking at my list I'm pretty solid on maybe my top 13 top 14 but after that 
anywhere from 15 to probably 25, 27 could, you know, interchange based off of, you know, any given day. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Just looking down mine, definitely the top 14. I'm probably pr pretty sure of Travis Mayer is my 15th. Yeah. <laughs> so from him down, I feel like it could all shake up for sure. Okay. Right. Um, moving on to the women's side. Uh, so our top five are the same, um, just slightly different order. So um, Tia Claire Tumior, first place, both of us. Um, second and third, I have Gabrielle Magala, then Laura Horvath, where you have Laura Horvath, then Gabrielle Magala. And then sliding down, I have Mallory O'Brien fourth and Haley Adams fifth, where you have Adams fourth and O'Brien fifth. Yeah, those are all could easily flip-flop those well I'm not going to flip-flop Tia out of first but like Horvath, Miguel, Adams, and O'Brien <clears throat> they're definitely all top five athletes and I don't really see that changing unless there's sort of somebody we don't know kind of like O'Brien was last year to come and like how Horvath, Horvath came on the scene too like there's always a potential athlete just kind of coming out and showing up and hitting that top five, but that's a solid top five. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, everything we saw at the off off season events, uh, those four just seem to, to be next in line behind to me. Um, you know, I hope Haley Adams always, um, does or not always, but doesn't always get, um, the most hype, um, in CrossFit circles, but, she always just ends up there like regardless whether it was like the mac last year with barnhart and wells like adams was the one who finished second um nothing seems to be flashy but she's always just right there in the mix and um there'll be a lot more people in our list below that will get a lot more hype from you know all the different outlets but you know to me adams will just um grind her way into a, a top five finish yeah 100 percent um, so I guess looking down, so um, probably have our biggest difference in our next spot. Uh, my number six, Katrin David's daughter, uh, where you have her down in 13th. <laughs> yeah. Um, now looking at that, I feel like that's probably a bit low because I am really hopeful for her. Um, moving up to Iceland and training with that crew up there is, I think it's going to be phenomenal for her. So that's probably a bit low. Um, it's probably more like this is sort of your last chance let's see how you shake out kind of thing that she needs to sort of prove a little bit to me to pull up into that top 10 yeah uh, you know I I'm just looking at it from you know upside at this point you know everything I've seen from her seems she's just has new life into her training it almost seemed a bit robotic over the last year from what she was sharing on her Instagram posts where now it seems a lot more um, just like rejuvenated. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, comes back from the training, especially, you know, seeing, seeing what's happening in Iceland, just with that, you know, training crew, um, everybody seems like they're having a blast and um, you know, the talent and capabilities there for David's daughter. So hopefully just bringing new energy will, you know, bring her back or at least um, that's what I'm looking towards. Yeah, there's, I really hope that that is how it plays out, but I do have her down at 13 for now. <laughs> and then the person that I had in at sixth 
you have down at 14th. So I had Christy Ermo O'Connell up at sixth because she did, well, she kind of had a weird year, like not making it out of her semifinal and then coming through last chance, but then did great at the games. She's, she's somebody that knows how to get it done. Yeah, definitely. Like it, she's a tough one. And I think just the whole next block of athletes for me, like it's all, a lot of it is wait and see. So, cause um, you know, when we run through the next, you know, group of athletes for me, um, it includes Kara Saunders, Brooke Wells, uh, Bethany Shadburn, and Danny Spiegel, all of which either couldn't compete last year at the games, or I guess they all did, or yeah, did compete at the games or missed the games um, or dropped out due to injury or, or COVID. So, you know, it's, they're all really wild cards this year to see where they come back. Like Kara Saunders looked lights out last year, but then, um, you know, once she got to the games, we didn't get to see her perform at her best. Bethany Shadburn, you know, goes to win West Coast Classic, but then again, we miss her at the games. Um, and Danny Spiegel was, she was top 20 um, in the games before she had to drop out as well. So, um, you know, it, that's really the challenge that, that I found with this block of rankings is that you have all these elite level athletes um, and just slotting them in just kind of based off of where you think they were. Um, I think Aramo or O'Connell just, although she actually does have a, a lot of strength um, behind her game as well. But um, yeah, just seeing all these different athletes come back, I just at this point see them sliding ahead of O'Connell in the, the overall rankings. Yeah, it's interesting because both of our next blocks um, are quite different, but are also wait and see athletes because we have Kara Saunders the same, but then I've got Sigmund's daughter and Jamie Simmons. And you also have Brooke Wells sort of in that block too, that they're all coming back from injury, but I'm really hoping that they can all sit in that top 10 once they're back. They all definitely have potential, um, but I guess I just have O'Connell above my potential picks. That, yeah, that's fair. Like, you know, the, uh, the, what we know and what we saw versus kind of some, uh, um, speculation there yeah for sure uh, somebody I have moving up in my top 10 versus the games last year is Emma McQuaid um, just seeing her performance at Wadapalooza um, so she did beat out Shadburn there um, I can't remember who finished third but um, and then you know some Ellie Turner and some Annika Greer some of those young guns coming through as well but I think just seeing her breakthrough with you know I think her uh, not in her first major competition victory since she won a semifinal last year, but seeing her break through it at a live competition, I, you know, I'm optimistic to see her um, this year. And I think she can jump up a few rankings when she gets to Madison. Yeah, she's definitely has potential for some movement. I've just got her down at 14th. It was just so hard because there's so many that we don't really know where they're going to fall. And I put her above Shadburn because, you know, she just beat her, but yeah, it's do you put Shadburn and McQuaid like up above Kara Saunders or Sigmund's daughter? Because like a Sigmund's daughter that's ready to go is better than possibly both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I guess on Sigmund's daughter, like you, we talked about you have her quite high. I'm, I'm concerned um, at this point going into the season. I know I think, you know, going into Dubai, she got her, her medical clearance days before the competition. 
um, you know, Wadapalooza, she ended up um, withdrawing from the competition just due to some concerns of um, how her knee, knee reacted to uh, the bar complex on that event. And so um, I'm definitely a wait and see on Sarah Sigmund's daughter this year. Like, I hope she comes back um, 100%. I just feels like she rushed, she rushed things coming back in the fall um, with, you know, the open and the quarterfinals being kind of a, a gentle gateway into competition for these elite athletes to, to work their way back. So just, it's surprising for kind of the, the long longevity of uh, her career to have rushed back, um, you know, days away from clearance. Like I get, she yeah. got clearance and obviously she was comfortable competed just, um, you know, winning Dubai is kind of an un end unnecessary. Yeah, just an unnecessary risk. Um, I kind of have her place probably up that high disregarding what happened in yeah. the off season. I'd probably have her up that high if she had just taken all the time and not had those scares and stuff. Like to me, there's no point to need to know where you sit because how you do in Dubai and Wadapalooza does not at all affect your game season. And the fields are very different that you could win one of those, but then just get smoked by like everybody that we have above her. Even on mine, I've got her eight. Like there's, she wasn't eighth, going to be eighth in either of those competitions probably. So it doesn't really show you anything. Like it's, yeah, I don't know why that call was made. I'm just kind of acting like it didn't happen and she's just coming back. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I just looking through the rest of the lips. Um, you know, I got Simmons coming back at 16th. Um, you know, again, kind of a wait and see on the shoulder. Um, I don't know. She, again, she definitely took her time from a rehab perspective, just coming back to doing some heavy lifts towards the end of the year. Um, and then kind of rounding out my 20 top 20, I got a couple, a couple kids coming in, um, Ellie Turner in 19th and Emma Lawson in 20th. Um, Turner, I think just gained a ton of confidence coming out of Wadapalooza. Just even she mentioned it, I think on the coffee pods and wads interview, um, just, you know, how, how that really turned her mindset around. Although like coming out of Oceana from, you know, the women's side, especially like that is going to be tough. Like to have Tia Toomey and Kara Saunders and Jamie Simmons coming back. Um, it's going to be a challenge for, you know, Ellie Turner and Laura Clifton games athletes last year. So, um, you know, I could have her 19th, but again, she could easily end up going through last chance qualifier in order to, to make it to Madison. So I hope you see her there, but um, that one's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it's also going to be interesting if they let people request to go to other semifinals again, because Tia competed in person at a North American semifinal. So are they going to let her do that again? Or are they going to require people to go back to the continent that they're from? Because there's a number, there's some South Africans in Europe and all sorts of different things. So it'll be, well, I don't think that rule is probably flushed out quite yet. No, I, I can't imagine anything that's three months away is uh, finalized at this point. Um, no just normally with CrossFit, but yeah. never mind this. Um, yeah, I guess my kind of last point to bring out is Emma Lawson. Um, she's again fittest teen on earth last year. She was sixth or seventh at Dubai last year. So um, she's not committed to going to the individual field, but 
you know, I just, what we saw of her, um, I guess, in the, how she ranked up, I guess, in uh, Dubai makes me think she could crack this top 20 um, as a 17-year-old, kind of similar to Carrie and O'Brien last year. Yeah, she definitely has um, possibility to be up there. Yours, again, is like another hopeful pick. My last two that kind of fit in there was Thury, Helga Daughter, and Emily Rolf, who are multiple-year games athletes <laughs> that yeah. round up my top 20. So future considerations versus kind of a little bit more proven. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. like, I don't know. It, you know, Emily Rolf had you know, event win. So like, it, it's hard to, uh, hard to argue her out of your, your top 20. So it could go either way for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so with that, that is our preseason or pre-open top 20 men and women um, rankings there. So um, full details can be found on our Instagram at fantasy fitnessing. Uh, you can also sign up for free to play fantasy CrossFit games at fantasyfitnessing.com. Uh, and uh, we also will be bringing you updates for this throughout the season after all the major competitions. Uh, and if you do like this or have like this, um, we also do a weekly segment on the rig report on the Clydesdale Media YouTube page. So you can also check us out there um, so for more stats and information. So with that, uh, thank you and thanks for watching. Take care.